Now we're also joined on the line by uh, Mohamed Bulhan. He's the communications officer for the Somali Community Board. Mohamed, good evening to you and uh, thank you so much for uh, taking time out to speak to us. Good evening and thank you so much for having me um, on behalf of Somali community and thank you for your listeners tonight throughout the country. Yes, yes. Mohammed, let's maybe just, if you can paint a picture for us here of what indeed happened uh, to uh, some of the uh, uh, shops uh, your members uh, were running and uh, more importantly, I guess, what has happened since. Where are they? Uh, are they safe where they are? And uh, moreover, I guess, uh, what then happens now from a reconstruction perspective? Okay. Um, what happened was, um, this is something that n- normally happens on year- yearly basis. If you remember last year, on 30th August 2018, it was happened the same time, and almost it's something that is repeating or coming back the same time. So in that case, we don't know what was triggered the situation, but it could be one of the reasons. Because you remember a few days ago, the Johannesburg, um, there was an incident between the Ethiopian community and the police. Mm. Also, it could be another reason. A few days ago, um, one of the customers came to the Ethiopian shop, and the customer and the Ethiopian brother they had uh, some sort of disagreement, and he shot. And in that case, we don't know the facts, what happened in the situation. But when the incident takes place, always you have to remember it's not going to stop for one community to another. We have lost. I mean, they have been destroyed more than 50 shops so far. And the damage almost is similar to what I've just mentioned. And in that case, some of the products, we have tried to evacuate them to the safe place. Some of them, we have, they are at the moment in Mayfair, Johannesburg. Um, to be honest with you, we don't know the trigger, what has triggered this situation. Mm-hmm. And people think this is a sort of ritual because it comes back on yearly basis. It happened last year and it happened this year. So I think it's something that we need to look after. And, and, and for the government and the state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mohammed, I, I guess, you know, f- f- from the perspective of some of the losses here, have you been able uh, to place a figure on uh, some of the losses here of, uh, you know, some of the members from the Somalian community? Um, so far, um, there's only, we, on, we only lost property. We only lost, I mean, whatever they were selling or wealth, whatever, but and their cars. But we have not lost any life. And mm. thanks to God, I mean, they, we, we have managed, we send a lot of um, transport in order to ev- evacuate them and to send them to a safe place. But what they lost is their shop and their property, whatever they are owning. You have to remember these brothers. The only place they can live is with their brothers. And mm. that's why the sense of Ubuntu, you cannot stay in Santon. You have to go to Sweatu because that's where your community comes from. That's where you have to live with them. Because you, no one else accepts you. And you have to remember the reason that that's what we're saying. Whenever an incident takes place, I mean, the incident will not stop for one person or one shop or one community. It spreads throughout the, the, the area. But so far, we are grateful that um, the South African police force were responsive. And the Somali embassy also sent some transport and, 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 and comfort and condolence towards what happened. Mm. So we are very grateful for what happened. But the only thing that we lost for the last two days, um, 14 and 15, was the property and whatever they were selling. Just okay. Any life.
All right. Let's pause there for a second, Mohammed, and uh, we need to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, we continue our conversation. And uh, on the other side, I also want to find out, uh, I guess, uh, what uh, uh, assurances or reassurances you have received, if at all, uh, from law enforcement here around, I guess, uh, amicably uh, resolving this issue between uh, uh, yourselves and the community, but also in finding some of the people who are responsible. Let's take this break. 23 minutes it is after 8 p.m. I'm in conversation with uh, Mohammed Bulhan and uh, also in conversation with you. So uh, do give us a ring on uh, 089 110 uh, I'd love to hear your perspectives and views on uh, some of the issues that have uh, happened uh, in uh, Soweto and, of course, in the inner city as well. And uh, uh, certainly a link being drawn here between uh, the events of the last uh, 24 hours uh, in Soweto and what happened uh, a few weeks ago in the inner city. Now, Mohammed, I'm quite interested, I guess, in the wake of uh, the loss of property that uh, many of your uh, brothers have seen here. Uh, what uh, conversations you've had with some of the law enforcement officials and what updates they've given you with regard uh, to, I guess, uh, resolving this particular matter and maybe uh, also accosting and finding some of the people responsible? Um, we, As I mentioned earlier, we are very grateful to the South African law enforcement. Um, they have always a forefront in terms of safety and, and saving the lives. And we are very grateful also to the community, the elders who stood and protected those fathers um, when, with regard to the loss of property and whatever, it can be replaced. The only thing that we cannot replace is the lives of our brothers. And in that respect, the only way forward is we have to also engage with the community in the area and see why this issue is coming back, like it becomes redundant on a yearly basis. We are part of the community we are seeking protection within the community. We are running away from... We cannot live the life of the luxury. We ran away from our home country. We just came to South Africa for safety and protection. And now when you come up, with, when, you, when you realize what you are going through, it's becoming very difficult. And people are asking themselves, I mean, I'm running from fire into a fire. Mm. But in that case, we are saying we are very grateful, at least this time around, um, Anything else can be replaced except the life, and we are appealing the the SA and law and the, 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 the law enforcement to increase their presence in that area. Mm. Um, also, some of uh, the brothers we tell them not to open their shops until the situation comes down. But the community needs you. So, what can you do when your neighbor needs a bread from you? When your neighbor needs a milk from you? And when they wake up early in the morning, 5 o'clock, before they send their daughters and their sons to, to the school, you're already open and ready for them to serve them. So you remember the shop right don't open 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning. It only opens from 9 and, and afterwards. So in that case, we are bringing services back to the community. So if the com- and the, we are asking the community, if we leave, what is going to happen? I mean, we came here. To, to, to share our skills, to transfer our, 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 our intrinsic skills that we have, with, that mm. we were born with. Mm. And, and we are here to give it to you back because we, this is, yeah. we, there's a time that we are going back home, but we want you to take it from here. And that's why we are here to say, sure. let mm. us learn from each other, let us respect from each other, let us save 
because we are all one and we are all brothers and sisters. Mm, mm. Muhammad, I, I mean, I just want to maybe, uh, uh, you know, hear your perspective on some of the issues that the community members are said to be raising here. One of those issues is around, yes, uh, retaliation, and I use that in inverted commas, uh, in response to what happened in the inner city a few weeks ago. The other two issues, one relates to a complaint that many people in the community have that ma- many of your brothers do not bank their money. And uh, I think that issue is neither here nor there. I mean, uh, But the other issue related to that is uh, you know, the allegation that uh, you know, many of the operations that you have uh, across the country, not only in Soweto, do not pay tax. Uh, wh- what is the response of the Somali uh, uh, community board to that particular issue, uh, this uh, allegation that you do not pay tax in this country and yet you are trading in this country and as would be expected, you you would be expected to pay tax. Okay, um, I just want to mention two things um, uh, that you have mentioned. I want to respond both of them. Mm. With regard to um, the community, why they are not banking whatever they have. First of all, you have to remember one thing. They, When you go to the Home Affairs, they will issue an F4 size document. And that F4 size document, when you take to the bank, any bank, they will not recognize. They will tell you, no, do you have an ID? No, I don't have an ID. This is what has been issued to me. And it can be valid from six months to 12 months. It is something that the Home Affairs or the Department of Home Affairs need to look at it. And in that case, what if you earn 1000 or 2000 you have to put under the pillow because you don't have any way to bank. That's one thing. And, and that is in terms of the documentation that we have, it's not correlated with the bank requirements. And that is one of the issues that you, we, we have to also involve the, the other law enforcement or home affairs. Mm. To think. That is one thing. The other thing is when you talk about paying funds, imagine, if, like for example, if I'm an employee or if I'm working and I'm not making, I'm making less than 5000 or 6000 I don't mind paying salaries. I don't mind registering the shops. But whatever documents that I have, if salaries don't recognize it, if Department of Home Affairs don't study the initiation with the other the sectors, with other, and, and informs them this is a document, this is a legal document, this is a document that they can open a show or whatever, that is why the, we are not touching the real, where the, the, the problem is. The mm. main challenge is the documentation people have. So, 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 wait, ju- ju- just to get you clear, Mohammed, and, and I guess the banking issue, uh, which is why I said it's neither here nor there, I definitely understand where you're coming from there, which, of course, uh, places or constrains you from being able to bank uh, your money with uh, some of the South African banks. But are you suggesting that because of lack of documentation, it makes it difficult for you to be able to not only register these entities, but also pay tax? Absolutely, absolutely. Everything must start from home affairs. Mm-hmm. When, when you have a proper document, you will be able to open a proper an account whether it's saving or business. When you have a proper document, you will go and register your salary and, and you pay your taxes based on your income. But when you don't have all those papers and the only thing you have is something that valid only six months or, or or even two years or four years, and when you go to the bank, they say we don't recognize the document, or they have to go and verify this document from the Department of Home Affairs. And the Department of Home Affairs takes their own time, and they will not respond immediately. And now you start waiting between Department of Home Affairs and the bank to communicate that to you. 
or sometimes the bank will tell you, go to the home office and they will communicate back to us. And you don't have any referral documents mm. which you can present to them. So these are one of the issues. But if we want, we are willing to work with the local community. We are willing to work with the Cyrus and Home Affairs. We are willing to work with the Cyrus. We are contributing one way or another. When you say we don't pay taxes, but you have to remember we pay a lot of that because every item that we buy is a 15 percent that we have to pay back to the community, uh, mm. to the government. Okay. So imagine if I buy a stock of 10,000, how much did I pay mm. to whatever uh, taxes or tax? Yeah. Mohammed, so that case, you have to remember it's both ways. Sure. The only Mo- thing that I don't pay is my income tax, which is if I'm earning ten thousand or five thousand, because I cannot, I don't have a proper document to register. Okay, and Mohammed. that lies in the hand of the Department of Home Affairs. Sure. We have families and people who are more than twenty years, but they still carry Air Force sites. Okay, I hear you, Mohammed. Let's pause there for a second uh, before I let you go. I've got a few people who would like to uh, talk to you here, and uh, we'll have to go through some of the calls uh, rather briefly. Dora, you are in Johannesburg. Good evening to you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, no, no, you're welcome. You know, Please go ahead. I'm, I'm just driving back uh, to Johannesburg from Soweto, which happens to be my home. Mm. And I've got a total different view about what's happening. I think it's ridiculous. We cannot allow our society to become a lawlessness society. Mm. Mm. Secondly, charity begins at home. I'm very upset. Because, I'll give you a typical example. My sister stays in Soweto. We grow up in Soweto. Mm. She sells maguinya for a living. Guess who is helping her to sustain her children? Even if she's very upset. As a matter of fact, she went and helped them to save some of their things. Mm. Mm. Do you understand? Because that's, her, that's her, you cannot bite the hand that feeds you. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Metora. Uh, certainly, I get your point there and uh, saying let's express solidarity uh, because, as Mohammed was saying, and uh, to get them ready for school, we go to the same brothers. Life, you are also here in Joba. Good evening to you, Mbil. No, good evening to all the listeners. Uh, look, <coughs> this thing it's, it's economic. Um, in most cases, it's a when the accident happens, when the, 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 the economy is not good, right? Mm. There's not enough uh, disposable income in people in Soweto. And what it does it lead? It leads to people being frustrated. Mm. And when people are frustrated with an idling mind, they look for opportunity to distress themselves. Sure. So this thing, it's a, it's, a, it's a social, economic, and environmental problem. Mm. We have mm. a frustrated and a stressed okay. society. Life, life, point well made there, and uh, life uh, saying there that uh, there's a coincidence here. All of these things often happen in depressed economic conditions, constrained disposable incomes in uh, Soweto, and that's uh, then, I guess, the frustration and its outlet is on some of our brothers. Munyani, uh, good evening to you. You're our last caller on this particular one. Good evening to you. Good evening. How are you, sir? I'm fine. Thanks, Chief. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, my brother, me and you, we are no longer safe in our country. And that's the truth. And what I happened? Why, why, why are we no longer safe? What happened? We are no longer safe. These illegal immigrants in our country, they are defrauding our country. They are defrauding they are us. Crying up. They are defrauding our country. They are selling fake goods. They are not paying tax. They are not registered. I mean, last week, you and I, we saw on the news, uh. 600 illegal immigrants were arrested. But, but my fake brother, why are, we, why are we looting the same fake goods? Where are we going to sell them or are we going to consume the, the same fake goods? 
Well, people are frustrated on the ground. They've been talking about this years and years. And the number of illegal immigrants is increasing in our mm, country. Mm. And we are crying about the, uh, 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 the unemployment rate. While okay. these people are not paying tax, they are selling fake goods, they are making money in our country, so, Munyani, they are taking money into their country. Okay, Munyani, let, let's engage. Munyani, let's engage just briefly. Uh, I think let's yeah. let maybe put aside the, the fake goods issue because I think uh, you and I, there's no way for, for us to verify whether these goods are fake or not. But I want you maybe to engage what Mohammed is saying around the tax issue. He's saying that uh, they are unable to pay some of the taxes that would be due to the government because uh, Home Affairs has not issued them with documents that would allow them to, one, have bank accounts, but also, two, be able to register uh, with SARS. What do you say to that? No, I, think that I think that is not the truth. Okay. If we can go to SARS and open this matter to them, SARS is always open to register. I mean, everybody every day goes to SARS and try and register and fix their problem. Yeah, but I, I get probably fully IT and the IT user when Zaganjan. Mawana IT. Yeah, go to Home Affairs and register. And if you are not required to be here, because there are processes, so you need to meet certain requirements for you to get the ID for in the country. But people are defrauding the country. People are getting Ill- illegal even IDs. So it, even our uh, illegal and uh, our home affairs, it's trusted with the problems, serious problems with these illegal immigrants. Okay, Munyani. The are not working. Munyani, let's leave it there. And uh, certainly uh, a conversation ought to be had here with uh, the receiver of revenue, uh, Mohammed, uh, you, the, your community board, and of course uh, home uh, home affairs as well to try and uh, get to the bottom of this issue. But uh, Mohammed, let me give you uh, the last 30 seconds there to respond to some of those uh, calls that we received. Um, thank you so much again. I just want to respond to this, um, the, the last caller, with regard to the registration to SARS and all this kind of thing. You have to remember, um, there, there are stages that when you come to the country, you register at the Department of Home Affairs. They will give you a letter which is called Section 22, which is Asylum Seeker. That Section 22 Asylum Seeker, you may carry two years or three years in order to get an interview slot from the Department of Home Affairs to, in order for you to get and acquire another section called Section 24 status, which is two years and, 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 and above. So are you going to tell me you have an asylum seeker which is only last two years, two, mm. months, two months to six months, and you have a Section 24 which lasts maybe two years or four years, and in that, with that regard, which bank will allow you to open an account? When you go to the bank, they will tell you, if, even if they want to help you, they will tell you we are going to verify mm. the same document which you issue. And that verification, it can take a year sure. or months because you are not even sure when are they going to tell you the next time. You are bringing okay. money to the bank in order for you to be able to use mm. the services that they are providing. That's one thing. The other thing that we need to remember, if you go to Marabai Stab, in Pretoria, or if you go to Cape Town and Foreshore, you will be able to see refugees living outside the home affairs, five in the morning, four in the morning, in order queuing in order to get Section 22, which is only last one month to six months. Mm. So, are you going to tell me that kind of document? You will be able to open an account. You will be able to open and an, 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 uh, to use it for service in order for you to pay your tax income. So I, I'm, I'm sure when we are engaged in this kind of conversation, we need someone who understands sure, the background, sure. the, causes, the causes of the problem. The causes of yeah. the problem are frustration. Okay. I may go to home affairs for six, seven years looking for the document to renew sometimes. Mohammed, so, I think we need to yeah. pause there. And uh, I guess my suggestion 
is that uh, we will need to have this conversation with uh, the Department of uh, Home Affairs no. and the South African Revenue Service to try and get to the bottom of the products that we mentioned, the fake products. Yes, 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 briefly. I over this border. Where can I get the fake products? I mean, do I have a factory? Where, I mean, you have to understand, if you want to catch the fish, the, the bigger fish is, is that you, you got, I don't have to point out to you. We buy our products from macro. We buy our products from big market. We don't buy mm. from next door because we don't make it. Okay. So do, I, do we have a factory in order for us to manufacture? In that case, we need to think before we say something. Because okay. I don't, if I want to buy something, I have to go to the to where I can find Mohammed. it. Mohammed. Yeah. We'll have to leave it there, my brother. And uh, thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. And, of course, uh, wish you and uh, your brothers and uh, the community of uh, the uh, Somalian uh, people in South Africa here uh, all the best as you try and uh, reconstruct uh, all of your wares after what has happened over the last 24 hours.